Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Channel. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Bulldog, I just got an email from Fubo. Oh, yeah? Did you get one? Maybe you'll find out. They, they're they offering, this is a continuing segment on our show talking about uh, streaming services. They're saying I can save ten ninety nine a month by opting out of whatever Sports Plus is. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but... I bought this for sports. So if they had like a something else plus yeah. where I could save a little money, I would opt out of that probably. You know, if they had like opera plus right. where I didn't have the opera yep. channels. Right, right. I would yeah. probably want to do that. Yeah. You know, I don't know that we've we've talked to Sal about this, and it doesn't have to take long, but are, are you at, at peace in this crazy world, Sal, with all these different streaming services and – uh, Roger Goodell talking about, as he was the other day, you know, why Peacock and everything sort of is the future and why it's good for fans to have games sort of spread <laughs> out all over the place. I don't know. I'm going a little bit crazy. Um, no, I, I, I think it's tough on a lot of fans. They don't know where to find games. It's hard to figure out if you're getting the game in your market, those kinds of things. That That's what's challenging for me. I just uh, – you know, kind of hammered the other day, yesterday, I think it was, on the NFL playing on Friday night, opening weekend. I, I think it's ridiculous. Friday nights for high schools. I hate that colleges play on Friday nights. Friday nights, high school football are the grassroots level here. This is players, families, co- uh, coaches, band mm-hmm. members, cheerleaders. It's a communal event. I don't want the NFL intruding on that. Uh, I think, um, you know, let's let's keep off that. Now, I would tell you, after I talked about it and I put a video out, Someone sent me, and I didn't realize this, I guess the 1961 you know, act, there's a con- congressional act that basically says they cannot uh, play on Friday nights <laughs> if it's within 75 miles of an American high school. Well, guess what? They're not. They're playing international. Brazil. If this is their way around it, <laughs> wow. yeah, if this is their way around it, then don't do that either. Like, I, I just, um, and I guess the law says they can't play starting the second Friday in September through Thanksgiving on Friday nights for this very reason, which is great. I just hope the NFL doesn't try to skirt around that because that's what I don't like either. Well, I'm glad um, 
I'm glad to have this info from you. You would have been the go-to guy for this. We talked about this early in the week. I wondered about the high school thing. I didn't know about Congress, mm-hmm. but I certainly felt what I said then was I always it always it had I'd always heard been told that the NFL wouldn't go to Friday nights because of high schools. Um, so yeah. yeah. And they apparently can't. They can't. But mm-hmm. they can this way, I guess. Now, the other part of this, because to back to your question, Mike, I also wonder, this was, like, written, of course, before streaming services. Like, the law basically says something along the lines of can't have a national television broadcast of a high school game within 75 miles of uh, – or, or, I'm sorry, of a game within 75 miles of a high school. Well, what if it's over the streaming services and it's only local or what? Maybe mm-hmm. this is a way because this is well before – you know, streaming services came in to be, and this is before even cable. I just wonder if the NFL finds its way to skirt around the rules, and I hope that's not the case. I'm hearing that they're starting to buy up high schools so that they can <laughs> play more games. I wouldn't be surprised. And, yeah, there you go. Consolidate schools. Well, Sal, the Bills have made a few uh, assistant coaching hires recently. The most notable, maybe, Ronald Curry, who I'm sure you remember – as a player, even a college athlete, or even before that? I do. I remember his recruitment coming out of uh, high school in Virginia. As most, a lot of consensus services had him as the number one rated football player and basketball player in the country, top rated recruit. Uh, some might have had him a little bit, you know, with two, three, four, five, whatever, in either sport. And when he was hired yesterday, I kind of revisited that and I did some digging and looking. Apparently, like, he had committed to Virginia, and then he flipped and went to North Carolina, and it was, like, really open season on him down there because of that. And people were so mad. This was his home state. And there's that comic strip named Tank, Tank McNamara you guys are probably familiar with. A, I remember a comic that. comic strip on sports. Yep. And apparently there was a comic strip, and they named him the Jerk of the Year that year because of it. Like, that's how bad it got <laughs> where he did this. Yeah, so he goes to Carolina – and he he's plays point guard, starts on a really, you know, great Carolina team that won the ACC championship. He leads the nation and I'm sorry, lead, leads the team in assists, seven in the ACC. He was a really good player, obviously. Plays quarterback, though, and that's where he finished as just a quarterback. He left the basketball team after a couple of years. Goes to the NFL, but not as a quarterback, as a wide receiver. I remember him. I remember the name. And, yes, I do think notably, for name purposes, that would be the guy. I think, though... That what be what might be more notable to me through all this these hires is what they did in the secondary, because they're bringing in a guy named Jamil Adai, who's never coached in the NFL. He's going to be a cornerbacks coach. John Butler is gone. He's no longer in the organization. Apparently, mutually parted ways. That was the report. I can confirm he's no longer with the organization. I I think it's interesting, guys, and I don't know if many people have noticed this. They did not have a cornerbacks coach. They're hiring a guy in a position that wasn't even a position. And John Butler doesn't get the D.C. job, neither does Eric Washington. They're both gone now. They bring him in. I am wondering if this has as much to do with Kyrie Elam than it does with anything else. Yeah, I wonder. Like Butler, So Butler was just the secondary coach then? He wasn't specifically corners? Is that what you're saying or right he worked a lot with corners but his official title bulldog Mm -hmm. was passing game coordinator slash secondary coach they they have a safeties coach and they had one in joe dana they did not have a specific 
cornerbacks coach. Well, they should be really motivated if that dot connecting is you know worth doing, uh, and 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 smart to do. They definitely should be motivated to get Elam you know airborne here because. Um, you know, we know Tredavious White's uncertain future, their salary cap situation. That's a it's still guy on a rookie deal. Granted, it's a first round rookie, but still, um, I, I think that's a that's something that's like a reclamation project to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. I think as this offseason gets gets ramped up. And look, I, I want to make it clear. Like, I think what may have happened here, and I don't know this. This is me trying to connect a lot of dots. All right, just trying to just kind of slew through this. Mm-hmm. Bobby Babich gets the defensive coordinator's job. That same week, Eric Washington leaves to be the defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. Not going to call plays, but he goes to be the D.C. Now you have John Butler, who technically was higher ranked, I guess, as passing game coordinator. He's, he's a more veteran coach than Bobby Babich. He's been around. He doesn't get the job either. I wonder if they kind of knew that whichever two we don't choose, we're going to leave. We're going to lose mm-hmm. because these guys want to advance their career. And if, both Eric Washington and John Butler maybe rightfully thought, look, if I can't get it in Buffalo after being there and they elevate Bobby, like I'm, it's not going to happen. I got to go somewhere mm-hmm. where I can be the D.C. And maybe it comes down to, look, you did a great job helping out with and developing and Dane Jackson and Christian Benford and Russell Douglas comes in. But we sunk a first round pick into Christian Benford. And one of the reasons he that we're going with him. Bobby and his track record of developing guys is that hasn't worked out. I, this is just me speculating, mm-hmm. but that would not surprise me, especially considering, I don't know if you guys have seen this, John Butler's been tweeting over the last 24 hours, and he has basically been putting his resume out of the players he did develop. And I just wonder if all this is, hey, I know it wasn't, but you know, I didn't get Elam there, but that's not on me, that's on the player, or the team thinking, hey, we got to get this kid to where he needs to go, and that was your responsibility. But... Will uh, Butler name Sean McDermott if he gets uh, another job and has a press conference? Will he actually (laughs) say his name at the press conference? Well, Elam is important. Sal, I think maybe to your theory here, isn't there last year too? Like McDermott could have named somebody else defensive court, even and called the plays as well as he did last year, but that didn't happen. So maybe these guys, I'm not saying it has to be something, you know, scandalous or anything of the sort, but – Maybe you have assistants who have felt maybe this year like they've had two chances or two, two possibilities at getting promoted and didn't. 100%, that's right. But I would also say the timing of this was a little different last year. We didn't find out. Now, maybe the organization right. knew. But they said they didn't even really know until it was right before we found out. So we didn't find out about Leslie Frazier until the combine. Right. And by the time you get there, guys, other teams have their coaching staff settled. Right. So it's not like you might get an opportunity somewhere else. And maybe and I know a lot of staffs are being settled now, but Eric Washington leaves during the hiring period, essentially, to get this job. So it doesn't leave him. And now John Butler's out there and, you know, maybe there's something for him Um, for the Bills. They at that point, they're like, okay, everybody else has a job here. We got our staff settled. Now it's kind of up to Sean McDermott. Do you just want to do it? Because you're not really going to go out and hire anybody at that point because everybody has everybody has their their staff settled. So. I think the timing of that is probably, you know, affecting what you're talking about. It, it, I, I don't want to dwell on this, but I guess by even asking this question, I'm, I'm at least dwelling on it for a few moments here. Is it odd? I, I saw a couple of tweets from Butler, like you're referencing. That seems kind of odd to me. Like, like I don't know. Like, wouldn't what is he trying to accomplish there? 
Yeah, it seems odd to me, too. I, you know what? I didn't even know he was on Twitter, and I didn't know that was his account. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. What happened was I had tweeted yesterday, like, just a kind of a, a funny thing about, I said, well, there's going to be no debate anymore on who the best basketball player is at St. John Fisher this year when coaches and players report because right. it's Ronald Curry. And I get this reply under me, says John Butler, and the reply was, that's because I won't be there with a basketball emoji. And I thought it was a parody account. So I asked a few of my media friends, and they're like, no, that's him. And then I started following more of it, and he was essentially, again, tweeting out, like, his resume. And here, and, and that might be why it is, right? Maybe he's just trying to promote himself. But at the end of a couple of her tweets, I don't know if you noticed, you can look at it now. He wrote, it's not that hard to, come on, man, it's not that hard to see. And I don't know what he means, but what's not hard to see? So, yeah, I think there's got to be something here with him not getting the D.C. job. Like, to me, that's what it, it looks like. Yeah. And, and I don't blame guys for wanting to advance and being this happens in every walk of life. Right. You're in a company. You do a really good job. You think, look at what I've done here. Look at my resume. Someone gets a job over you and you think, OK, my time here might be done. I need to go somewhere else to do this because it's not going to happen here. And if you're Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean and you look at the landscape, that's a tough decision. You have Eric Washington has been an assistant head coach. He's been a defensive coordinator in this league. He's been with you for years. John Butler's put time in this league with different organizations. He's been with you. They have a great track record of what they've done in the secondary. And here's Bobby Babich, a younger coach, but he's had a great – but the difference to me is Bobby Babich might have had an opportunity to be hired somewhere else, going back to what we talked about two weeks ago, Bulldog, mm-hmm. which is I need to make this move now so I can keep him here, and now it might be at the expense of losing other guys. Most significant John Butler-related Bills drama since Butler lured A.J. Smith to San Diego uh, <laughs> after the 2000 season. Yep. Different uh, John Butler, the late former general manager of the Bills, who um, I think a lot of us had a, a lot of admiration for. Uh, well, might, might uh, be an important 24 hours here for Bulldog and I to uh, analyze this latest Bills social media drama here. Um Sal, suddenly we only have three minutes left. Anything else on the other hires? Um, No, I would say it's interesting that they did go in-house for a lot of the early hires. But now because, you know, you're seeing what's happening around the league and some guys are losing jobs. They're not part of the plan. So they went outside here. Uh, They did hire a quality control uh, coach on the defensive side. Um, They have not hired an official like assistant head coach. Maybe that comes later. We don't know. But after staying in-house and promoting, they've gone outside for a couple of hires here. I, yes, I think that it is notable. The Bills have got pretty significantly younger in their coaching staff this year, but especially over the last few years. Uh, very good. Okay, well, maybe we'll have a chance to talk tomorrow. I'm not sure, but thanks for your time today. All right, you got it, guys. Thanks. There you go. That's our sale. Capaccio on the Western Hotline, and his appearances are always brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? In case anybody didn't know the reference, um, and I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, but Ken Dorsey was announced offensive coordinator in Cleveland, had a press conference, was asked about his departure from Buffalo, would not say McDermott's name. Right. The head coach made a change. Put him on the list. (laughs) I mean, put, put him on the list. Does it's reasonable he, for Trump... him to feel I think it's reasonable for him to feel scorned. He got fired <laughs> in the middle of a season and the offense wasn't even really that bad. 
it it is it is reasonable and it's reasonable for John Butler who whoever he is for this John Butler to want a next job and to promote himself but why is there always it seems this sort of weirdness about it like a lot every assistant coach a lot of them get fired but Dorsey can't even name McDermott like he's so put off I don't know where's Tyler like just put a Put him on the list. He just doesn't even want to say his name. And I don't know if this butler has some other, some similar axe to grind or whatever. I mean, it happens in the business, but it's you, at least bulldog. The, the the thing is, like at least at least publicly, it's cordial. I mean, lots of times, I'm sure, just like we're, other conversations we have, it's sort of like personally on the inside. You know, there's this friction, but. You never see handshakes like McDermott and Dable after games. Like just it's then you have that article. I don't know. I'm getting a little bit I'm 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 one of these trucks that is heading downhill and there's that exit ramp in case of emergency with, with the gravel. and there's like stones at the gravel. <laughs> yeah, gravel I'm, I'm pulling off into the gravel. I, I don't know, but the brake fail. Man, this has happened enough times. He's only yeah. he hasn't been here that long. It's happened enough times where you have these assistants who just can't even seem to Find their way to sort of a at least publicly the, the sort of decorum that you usually get, where you don't even think twice about it because, whatever. Everybody's always talking nice about each other in public. Anyway, except for when it comes to Aaron Shots, where I know you've said many incendiary things over the years, <laughs> but jerk. we did talk to Aaron today, and it seemed to be everybody put on their faces. It seemed to be good. We talked to Aaron about the Bills, their season, the future, the Super Bowl, and more. We'll have that for you right after this here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 